0: Welcome to Parenting Unchained, the radio show that helps parents find the joy and success God intended in the difficult work of parenting. Every week we'll bring you sound advice that passes a three-part test. First, it must be biblical, built on the solid foundation of God's Word. Second, it must be practical. Parents must be able to put the advice to work right away. Third, it must produce long-term effect and benefit our children into their adult years. Here's our host, Author and trainer for the National Center for Biblical Parenting, Dr. Jim Dempsey. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Jim Dempsey, a pastor and presenter for the National
1: Center for Biblical Parenting. One of the best parenting tips I can give you is to get you acquainted with the National Center for Biblical Parenting and get on their list to receive their free parenting tips. You'll receive quick and practical tips that are designed to not only improve your child's behavior, but more importantly, change their hearts in ways that bring honor. your home. Now, I've raised three daughters, and now my uh, daughters are having kids themselves. My wife, Gail, and I have four grandkids. We're trying out these new parenting skills we've learned through our work with the National Center for Biblical Parenting with our grandkids. So we've got a lot of parenting advice to share with you. Today's quote is, not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. That was said by Mother Teresa. And uh, doing small things with great love is an apt description of grandparenting. It's not the monumental job that parenting is, but that doesn't make it unimportant. Today's show gives biblical and practical guidelines for parents. But if you're not a grandparent, don't turn the dial. I don't want to turn you off to this today. Parents need to understand the role and the importance of grandparents. Some of us... Growing up, we had very influential grandparents with, with whom we had a close relationship. Others of us had no grandparent interaction at all, either because we, you know, our grandparents had already died or because they just weren't nearby, or perhaps there was a strain in the relationship between our parents and our grandparents. You know, that's a shame, uh, and so there's a variety of, of levels of interaction between grandparents and their grandkids. I don't know your history, but I do know that the Bible has plenty to say about this subject. Today we'll hear lots of biblical truth, but then we'll take a look at some trends and statistics that help us understand the unique and growing role of grandparents as they influence today's kids. I want you to do a mental exercise with me. In your mind, fill in the blank of this next sentence. A grandparent is a blank. What would you put there? Hundreds of grandparents were interviewed recently, and here are some of the common answers that they gave to that question. A watchdog, an arbitrator, a stress buffer, roots. In other words, I think they meant a source of personal historical data, the roots of our family. A resource person, a mentor, a conveyor of family legacy and culture. A silent savior of children from faltering families, that certainly speaks to some trends going on today. And finally, surrogate parent. These responses point to the varying degrees that grandparents serve as parents and serve in other important roles. More and more grandparents are the frontline caregivers for their grandkids. Even those that aren't significant caregivers, maybe they don't uh, take care of kids every day or even five days a week or part-time. They provide important benefits as resources, as mentors, as connections to the past, and sometimes as arbitrators. You know, grandparents sometimes can see things that uh, parents can't see and go to bat for their grandkids and maybe uh, help parents get a little better perspective. As we think about the proper role of a grandparent, I want to first tell you why it's an important topic. Why would we spend time on this today? If you're a grandparent, you might be feeling unimportant or even worthless. I want to help you see how you can be a benefit and a help to the generation just getting started, and you certainly can. If you're not a grandparent, you may not have thought much about a grandparent's role. Maybe you're taking that role for granted, but this show will help all generations think about God's plan for grandparents. That just as God has a plan for parents, he has a plan for grandparents too. There are several trends that increase the need and the value for grandparenting. Let me just point to those things going on in our culture now that make this important. First of all, there's more information with less truth. By this, I mean that we have tons of knowledge. We're in an information overload society uh, with all kinds of technology at at our fingertips. But our perspective about that knowledge, about that information, and how to use it for wise living, well, that seems to be in short supply. Grandparents have lived long enough to provide that kind of perspective about what is important and what is not. It's increasingly important that we hear from the grandparent generation, I think. Number two, we have more fractured or stressed families. You don't have to be a social researcher to see that families are fractured and uh, the stress is getting worse. More kids in our country live in one parent or step-parent homes than in their two original parent homes the economy, the loss of biblical values in our schools, the changing definitions of things like marriage, what it means to be married, and and even definitions of gender, things that we thought were rock solid and unnegotiable. Those have changed. They brought about incredible stresses or at least shaky ground for young people. These changes and more have made the family less stable. Number three, there's more need for a historical perspective. Our nation's history is being rewritten or ignored. Once, we believe certain things about our nation and the Judeo-Christian heritage of America. That's been replaced, sadly enough, by all sorts of politically correct teaching that ultimately denies the role of God in the life of this nation. Young people today think that truth is created by our consensus— Truth is what we believe it to be, rather than by a real and absolute standard of right and wrong. That's why you see such craziness happening. Um, Watching the news at night is just, uh, uh, it leaves me shaking my head about um, how can people even believe that? So let's look at what the Bible says. The Bible always brings us back to great perspective, a solid ground, one that is ancient and lasting, eternal even. Let's look at seven biblical principles that are related to grandparenting. First of all, involvement counts more than lineage. Now, that may seem contrary. I'm talking about grandparents, and here I'm saying that, you know, it's not so much your lineage, whether or not you're really a grandparent, as as whether or not you have involvement. I want to take you to a couple of Bible stories. One that always strikes me is the story of Mordecai in the book of Esther. He was an uncle or a cousin, depending on how you translate the words for him. For that, but he was a a somewhat distant relative. He wasn't a mother or or father, and yet he took on the primary uh, teaching and training role with Esther. And Esther became a great uh, woman in the kingdom. God used her uh, to save the nation of Israel. And it was the influence of Mordecai that made the biggest difference, I think, with Esther. It was clear that Mordecai provided that kind of training. So even though he wasn't a grandparent technically, he provided involvement. And he was. Uh, they took responsibility to train Esther in the right way to go. Uh, Jehoiada, who was the priest at the time that Joash, the very young king of Israel. Uh, interesting to me that while Jehoiada was alive, Joash was godly. But after Jehoiada, the, the high priest who basically raised Joash, after Jehoiada died, Joash took a wrong turn and started doing things that were ungodly. His influence is clear in the life of Joash, who was a, began as a very good king from the nation of Israel. Here's some verses that help us remember this. Titus 2, uh, verses 1 through 5. This is a, a command to the whole church body, by the way. Now, there's nothing automatic or magic about being a grandparent. Influence and benefit comes from being the person that God commands and desires for you to be. The same goes for parenting, of course. Christ was neither a parent nor a grandparent, but he certainly was influential and taught us great things about the job of parenting and grandparenting. So that was number one, that uh, involvement counts more than lineage. Number two, godliness with age gives insight to bless your grandkids. Two biblical examples of this are Lois, who was the grandmother of Timothy in the New Testament, and her um, love of Scripture was what passed down to Timothy, and it made a huge difference for him. It taught him the truth of salvation, uh, Paul said. Then Jacob in in the Old Testament had grandkids in Manasseh and Ephraim. Those were Joseph's children. And uh, at the end of his life, Jacob uh, had a formal blessing ceremony with these two grandkids. And he taught us several things. Uh, First of all, God gives insight. Jacob knew something about these two boys, and he, in spite of what Joseph thought he knew about them, uh, Jacob insisted on blessing them in a particular way. And that tells me that God gives special insight to grandparents if we will listen and if we'll be obedient. Here's some verses that, that help us see this. Proverbs 16.31 says, gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. It talks about the, <laughs> the benefit of age, of course, but it also talks about uh, the benefit of living a righteous life. Some people get old, but that doesn't mean they get wise or righteous. Second Timothy 1.5 says, I am reminded of your sincere faith, the faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. There's that picture of Lois, the grandmother, uh, being an influence on Timothy. Genesis 48, 9, Joseph said to his father, these are my sons whom God has given me here. And Jacob said, bring them to me, please, that I may bless them. You he's saying, I want to bless my grandkids. And he uh, uh, looked for a formal opportunity to do that. Number three, grandparents' righteousness blesses grandchildren. Proverbs 13.22 says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. Now, that inheritance, I used to think that just meant money, but as I, as I look at the overall um, view of Scripture, I'm convinced that that really means more than money. It's the blessing of a righteous life. Psalm 103.17 says, But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear Him, and His righteousness to children's children. That talks about the righteousness of the grandparent passing to a grandchild. Number four, grandparents are commanded to share their faith with future generations. You know, can't be silent. We've got to say what we know God has done for us. Deuteronomy 4.9, only take care and keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children. There's a command for parents to make uh, godly information, spiritual information, known to their kids and their grandkids. Number five, grandkids, grandchildren, are a sign of God's general blessing and goodness. We're to celebrate the fact that we have grandkids. Proverbs 17.6 says, Grandchildren... Are the crown of the aged, and the glory of children is their fathers. Number six, God has a multi generational view of consequences and of blessing. In a way I don't fully understand, your relationship with God provides blessings to several generations. That's the good news. But there's bad news as well your sins will penalize several generations. And that's a reminder that we need to strive after God's righteousness. Exodus 34, verses 6 and 7 says this, The Lord passed before him, that's Moses, and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation." That should serve as a great uh, warning, makes us shudder that the evil that uh, can be found in our lives has a weight of of, uh, filtering down to generations below us, uh, even to our grandkids and great-grandkids. Number seven, God intends grandparents to share their testimonies with grandchildren to serve as a living bridge of faith across generations for God's glory. Psalm 78, verses 1 through 6. It's a long passage, but let me read it. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders which he has done. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel which he commanded our fathers to teach to their children, that the generation to come might know, even the children yet to be born, that they may arise and tell them to their children. Notice the multiple generations referred to there. Our fathers, us as, our, as their children, the generation to come, children yet to be born, that they might arise and tell them to their children. Generation after generation depends on our faithful transmission of our faith. Deuteronomy 6, 1 and 2. Now, this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you, that you may do them in the land to which you are going over, to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God, you and your son and your son's son, by keeping all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you all the days of your life, that your days may be long. There's the blessing. Long life... um, strong family ties if we will be uh, righteous and fear the lord have these rules and commandments of god's on our heart and then teach them to our children and our grandkids exodus 10:2 that you may tell in the hearing of your son and your of your grandson how i have dealt harshly with the egyptians and what signs i have done among them that you may know that i am the lord now, you're listening to Parenting Unchained. Every week, we uh, try to provide you information that will help you as parents. And we're focusing on grandparents today and looking at the biblical role of grandparents. But parents, there's a reason you need the help of the, of the generation ahead of you. Uh, you're in a great stressful situation as parents. It's a tough job. And uh, God provided grandparents to help you. I want to give you a few implications of uh, the things that we've talked about now for God's plan for, parent, for grandparents. I'm speaking specifically to grandparents now, but uh, this is something that all parents need to be aware of. If you're a grandparent, what you do matters. So take heed to yourself. Pay attention to your own spiritual growth. Grow in Christ. You can't share what you don't have with your kids or with your grandkids. Think about what God has done for you so that you can refine your own testimony. That's what it refers to in Psalm 78. We have a testimony something that we can tell about how God has been faithful to us and then share that, how God was real, how he was active and faithful and miraculous in your life. If you haven't listed all the things that God has done for you, take a minute to do that and then be active in sharing that information, that testimony with your grandkids. Number two, be involved in training the next generation. If that means you get to train your grandkids so much, the better at the least. Ministering to children of the church family. Let's say you're a grandparent or of a grandparent age, but you're not close to your own kids. I bet you're in a church where there are plenty of kids. Take time to work with those guys, with those uh, parents' children. That makes the church family stronger and makes you better able to minister to your own grandkids when you are around them. As a member of Christ's body, you have a responsibility to all children in God's church. Number three, look for ways to be involved. Praise God if you have the health and the time and the money uh, to support your grandkids. That's great if you do. But if you don't, if you don't have any of those things, you still have certain things that you can do. You can pray. You can communicate. And you can listen. You can provide that listening ear. And so I would urge you, use all the technology that you have. Uh, we have plenty of it today. We have Facebook. We have um Skype. There's lots of ways to use technology, so be intentional about the times you have just to communicate with your grandkids and share about your life and your faith. Number four, enjoy your grandkids. Proverbs 17, 6, as I referred to. For who they are, they're unique creations of God given to you as your crown. They're really the crown of your life, the crowning achievement. You have the unique role of support, which allows you to focus on relationship. You know, parents, are so stressed just getting life done, getting people to different places and achieving all that has to be done, sometimes they miss out on the relationship with their kids. And so grandparents, you have a little extra time, maybe not as much stress, and so you can provide that relationship. Number five, do your best to establish and maintain relationship with your kids, your grandkids' parents they have god's blessing and responsibility to be the child's first gatekeeper so you need to respect that god has given them uh the rights and responsibilities of parenting and we are to come alongside and help not to usurp that role number six thank god that he designed the family so that your righteousness can bless your kids and grandkids if you don't understand how that happens and i don't necessarily understand that fully you need to still trust God and continue to grow in your own righteousness. Do what God tells you to do as you ask for God's wisdom. And then seventh, take a cue from Jacob in the old Testament and ask if you can do a formal blessing ceremony of your kids and of your grandkids. Pray for discernment. Maybe you make that a special night out and uh, write out your blessing ahead of time. Uh, Get with your spouse and make sure that your blessing is truthful and beneficial. Of course, look for the guidance of the Holy Spirit here. That's what Jacob seemed to have that Joseph didn't. He had an insight from God as to the future of his grandkids, and he passed that along to them. Now, that's the biblical information that I wanted to provide today to help you think about your role as grandparent, uh, or perhaps parents, how you might think of your own parents and their role with your, grand- with your own kids. Uh, God has designed us to be intergenerational in our work in raising the next generation let's take a few minutes and look at some secular research about grandparenting first of all nearly one in five grandparents that were surveyed and this was an AARP you know the association American Association of Retired Persons Um, if you're 55 you start getting their mail but they have a large group of people that are a part of that organization, so they surveyed all their grandparents. Nearly one in five grandparents who were surveyed said they have grandchildren that are mixed race. That's 18 percent, or a different race than the grandparent. And that speaks to the changing trends in our country. Actually, some really good trends, I think. Fifteen percent said they have grandchildren that are of a different ethnicity than the grandparent. And yet, and here's the good news, the vast majority of these grandparents do not feel it is difficult to relate to any of their grandchildren. You know, we have racial problems in this country, and no one would claim that we don't. But there are trends that are working in our favor if we will let them. And this is one of them. Grandparents (laughs) love their grandkids. I don't care what color their skin is. Uh, At least that's the natural tendency. About 1 in 10 or 11% of grandparents who participated in the survey indicated that they have grandkids living in their household. Think about that. One in 10 uh, grandparents have their grandkids living with them, 11%. When looking at African-American grandparents, the proportion of of grandparents with grandchildren living with them increases to almost two in ten. It's almost double, 19%. Comparatively, in the Latino community, 13% of Latino grandparents said they have grandchildren living with them. The truth of the matter, it's it's happening all around us and with all of us, and it's a leveling factor for us. Uh, there are stresses happening that are causing families to have to live together. Maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe that puts our grandkids into closer contact with their grand with their grandparents, and God may be using that in our culture today. The vast majority of grandparents, in the quantitative study that um, reporting said that they play a very or somewhat important role in the lives of their grandchildren. Uh, Those that said they play a very important role, that's 59% of grandparents, and 30% of them said they play an important, maybe not very important, but important role in the lives of their grandkids. So from grandparents' perspective, many of them feel that they're playing an important role. That's a good thing. About 7 in 10, or 69% of grandparents, live within 50 miles of their closest grandchildren. Another 10% indicated that they have to travel over 200 miles to see their closest grandchildren. And a little over 4 in 10, or 43% of grandparents, have to travel over 200 miles to see their grandchildren who live furthest away from them. So that uh, tells us that travel sometimes is, is a problem in maintaining relationship, and that's that's normal, but it's... But it's uh, normal for this generation, not so much in past generations. Then grandparents who said they don't see their children often enough, most often cited distance as the reason why. And that's understandable. And that's followed then by grandchildren's busy schedules. And that's scary that our kids are so busy that they don't have time to interact with their grandparents. And I think that's something that we need to be very careful of. Uh, lots of other information that I could share with you, um, but I, I think we'll uh, wrap up our show today just by reminding you that God has a role for grandparents, and um, parents don't neglect to understand and appreciate the benefit that grandparents can provide for you. And pray for uh, godly grandparents. Not every grandparent is godly, is a good influence on your kids. And so, parents, you have to be wise in determining whether or not you can expose your kids to, your, your, uh, to their grandparents. I know that's a tough decision. We need to honor our parents who are our kids' grandparents, and yet we have to be careful to do what God tells us to do in regard to raising our kids. Parents, I pray for you daily. I pray that uh, God will give you wisdom in your parenting. And you can always count on the work of the National Center for Biblical Parenting to support you. You can find out information from them at www.biblicalparenting.org or by going to my website, which is d6culture.com.
0: See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Parenting Unchained. To learn more about Dr. Dempsey's ministry or to bring his powerful parenting seminars to your church or school, check out his website at d6culture.com. Listen next week at this same time and find new freedom for your parenting on Parenting Unchained.